Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey, it's Herbert. Mm-hmm. And you're listening to the About Last Night podcast, you slippery little son of a bitch. Michael Strahan is filling the gap in his teeth. Woo, baby. Hot news. Hot news alert. What's up, guys? Adam Ray here coming to you live from the Drinking Bro Studio in Austin, Texas. Because uh, Texas is open. Let's be honest, it's never closed. I was here exactly a year ago, not in Austin, in Dallas, doing shows. uh, Well, two weeks ago, a year ago. Uh, Let's start over. (laughs) Uh, there's a mindset in Texas, and you know if you've been here, where things are just kind of done a little differently. You know, this is, uh, this is where Nolan Ryan was chucking fastballs at people's heads. In the 90s, nobody said shit. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, what are you going to do? Go, go up to him and tell him to stop? Fucking, he'll throw in at your, at your kid's head. Um, by the way, what is Nolan Ryan doing right now? What do you do? after you dominate a sport for 10 years where you were throwing 100-mile-an-hour fastballs? I don't know. I put that in the same category as, like, when you're coming home from war. Like, how do you adjust? Like, that's what Nolan Ryan, like, just was throwing human bullets, right? I digress. He's probably, you know what he's probably doing? And Nolan Ryan, if you're watching, correct me if I'm wrong, I bet you're watching a little daytime TV, Maybe sucking down a Caesar salad from TGI Fridays. I feel like he's a chain restaurant guy. I know I'll be a chain restaurant guy when I get older. I already consider myself a, uh, an enjoyer of the Chili's bar. Chili's has a good bar. They don't have the best bar, but it's up there. It's in my top three franchise fast food uh, bars. A lot of good times, right? The bartender is always nice. They're always like, they can tell how sad you are. And they're like, you want to stay here all night? And you're like, is that all right if I do? And they're like, yeah, man. I'm fucking just going to literally black out on Jaeger and sleep on the floor, wake up, rinse and repeat. <laughs> You're like, all right, great. Austin, Texas. This is a place where things are happening. Joe Rogan is trying to move the entire city of L.A. to Austin. Is it going to work? Hey, TBD. But, um, but it's happening. He's opening a club here. A couple other clubs are opening. Austin is uh, a hubbub for art, music, tech, comedy, and, uh, and people are into it. You know what I'm saying? The food hasn't changed. I don't even think there was a – look, I saw a couple masks here over the last few days, but, uh, but I don't know. Doesn't it kind of feel like we, we did it? Football just said today that, that they're going to allow fans in the stadium. I mean, that will be great. Because uh, 
getting real tired of the digital people. It's fuck. It's you know, it's weird how you can hate digital people. You know, I miss some of those like screaming drunk fans behind you. I do miss that, right? Am I excited to be back around it? Not entirely, but when you see like a digital dickhead, you're like, man, how do I hate the the 3D image of you? And I don't even know you, but that's that's probably a me problem. <laughs> Um, we got Chuck Liddell, we got Kobe, we got Pete Rose right in front. Um, God bless you. It's my man Giorgio coming through with the purified drinking water. We're not sponsored by him, but <laughs> is anybody sponsored by water? That's a fucking, that's a big get. How'd you get water, bro? Oh, I fucking drink it all the time. And they just hit me up on Instagram, slid in the DMs. That's fucking cool. Yeah. <sighs> trying to get fucking air. <laughs> well, hey, man, you got to fucking, you got to engage more with the fans. Got to get content up, get subscribers going. Like and subscribe, by the way, is what my nephew, six years old, says all the time. Like and subscribe. He's lost most of his teeth right now. He's truly like Benjamin, Benjamin, Benjamin Buttoning. He's, uh, he's just turning into an old man, but he's got the energy of a crackhead. He'll headbutt the fridge, talk shit to the couch. I'm, I'm here for it. But he goes, like and subscribe. That's his thing now. Because that's what the YouTubers say. Like and subscribe. They want you to watch their bullshit. How about that kid who opens toys and makes millions of dollars? You ever want to just get real upset about where you are in your life? Watch that kid. I think his name's like Matt. I don't know. I'll fucking look it up. Some kid. And his folks are just capitalizing. They, I think they started their own show. To try to be like, hey, we're the, we're the people that made this kid who makes money for just opening toys. And you're like, oh, cool. What do you guys have to offer? And they go, we have nothing to offer, but we're trying to get our own YouTube channel going because we're the kooky parents that, again, again, yeah, I know. You made the kid who opens toys, who makes millions. You make millions because you made them, but you can't take credit for that. Adam, his name is Ryan. His name's Ryan. Ryan what? It doesn't say. It says Ryan's Toys Review, and it Ryan's. looks like his mom might have went to jail. She did what? I don't know. There's a, it says, did Ryan's mom go to jail? So oh, plot twist. Do we got one of the clips of uh, Ryan opening a toy? Do you mind yeah, pulling one of those up? I'd love to break down uh, what's, wrong with this, what's wrong with this country, what's wrong with kids. Um, you know, kids like this are like the Kardashians for kids, where they pop off from doing absolutely nothing, becoming super popular. And then, uh, and then kids around them go, I'm going to start my own YouTube channel. I'm going to open toys. And you're like, we don't have the money to buy you all the toys, Caleb. We'll fucking figure it out, Ron. I'm your dad. Well, I'm calling you Ron until you buy me toys. Up until then, you're just a fucking guy in my house. This um, is the checkers game. Yeah, so look, I, more power to you. It's tough to make money in any part of life. Here we go. Ryan opening giant surprise egg toy on the airplane. Mind uh, undoing the volume on this sucker? Thanks, baby. I mean, super, super annoying spaceship sound. Couple little graphics. Let's go on the plane. I mean, just. So cute. I get it. Adorable. But guess what? Watch your step. I'm watching this kid get on a plane. Ooh, right here. Hey, 
I mean, imagine just finding someone's phone with this video in it, and you're like, oh, cool, a fucking... A, a regular kid in a regular plane video. We got a giant mystery egg here with so many different things. Oh, my God. Wait, this is his toy? So he sells this. Holy shit. A giant egg with a bunch of toys in one. I feel like he's a young Snoop Dogg. It's more like he's singing his name on it at this point. Yeah. Look at him. He doesn't even know how to say lines. But it doesn't matter. He, let's open it. Oh, my God. He's, his delivery sucks. Let's be honest. It's huge. And he's just a kid. He's just, there's nothing interesting. He's like, hey, look at the big egg. You're like, yeah, it's, it is big. You're right. He's just saying stuff that is. Hey, I'm on a plane. You're like, yeah, you are. It's like, whoa, look at that. You're like, yeah, no, I was already looking at it. Let me put the egg on my head. Oh my God! My name is Mr. Eggsy Man. How fucking stupid is that? What the fuck? These kids are losing their minds over this kid. Mystery Putty. Not plushy. <laughs> he mispronounced the toy. He doesn't even fucking care. He just said it wrong and then just laughed. He's like, fuck this. It's Mr. Plushy. She's like, it's Bluffy. He's like, who fucking cares, Mom? How much did they pay us? Let's see what color Yeah, He just does not care. He's just like, yo, bring me a bourbon and seven. Out of fart noise. Always funny. I'm here for that. Whoa. Double down on it. It lo definitely looks like shit. I mean, yep, one more. Cool. I mean, the music. It, this is just so basic. What's the last thing? He doesn't even know, by the way. He's discovering these for the first time. So there is a little bit of... Everyone will get an alien ride. For the Joe Rogan fans. <laughs> the Rogan fans are loving this part. Look at him, he's even like, the fuck, that's what it sounds like? He's like, you couldn't have sprung for a couple more effects, maybe a little bit more battery power? He doesn't know what he's, look, he's just pressing buttons. He's a button smasher, as Ron Funches calls me when I play video games. Yeah, Ryan wrote this himself. You guys see Ryan? <laughs> I know. I mean, you can see the all right, I'm done. Thank you so much, George. This. What's next? I mean, that's that goes on for another six fucking minutes. I mean, sixty-nine, seven million views. Seven. I. Playing in the pool. I'm upset. <laughs> 29 million subscribers sweet fucking christ well you know what this is uh you know i can't hide how genuinely upset i am right now i have been having a great week in austin the shows at vulcan gas company were phenomenal great energies great room great comics on the show cj alexis derek tony hinchcliffe chuck liddell popping in the audience george the whole crew's there. Chuck uh, Liddell and I are launching a podcast called Icebreakers. Here's your official, unofficial announcement for that. Um, that's probably launching mid-April, and we've been recording some episodes here at the Drinking Bro Studio, and uh, we're popping off pretty soon, man. So get ready for just comedy and, and, and the fight world, the comedy world and the, uh, 
is, is heading to the cage. And uh, we're mixing it up. We're throwing bows. We're kicking heads. <laughs> Chuck's getting up to pee mid-story. I mean, it's <laughs> there's a lot of fun, a lot of goofs, a lot of crazy stories. And, um, you know, we haven't even touched on previewing fights yet or having guests. I mean, there's talks of some crazy people coming on this show. So, icebreakers, look out for it in a couple weeks. But in the meantime, again, if you are trying to find your way during this pandemic and you haven't been continuing to do what you've been doing and you're trying to like find a new thing if you're one of these kids I, there's no kids watching this but if you are someone who has kids trying to you know uh i guess adjust from zoom school to hopefully real school my nephew's going back i think a couple of days a week which is a game changer because that kid's just again fucking bonkers like and subscribe with no teeth you know, it's funny. I get it's funny. I just worry that he's still going to be saying that in 10 years. If he's 16, and he's like, like and subscribe. You know, he'll be some little fucking white kid that thinks he's black. who's you know, got a weird neck beard and like a nose ring. And he's like, you know, tattoos of like, I fucking, I don't know, like just like weird tattoos, like tattoos of, um, you know, all the third base coaches from like 1998. But like, they're all like, you know. I don't know they got they've got like tattoos of their own and they've got like weird Hitler stashes like he's I don't know the the kids that still want you to like and subscribe from from six to 16 I just don't trust them I don't trust most kids they fucking know too much you know imagine growing up with all this right in front of you get out of here get out of here what you got the internet and you're five I mean, think about the, all the shit, all the questions I would want to ask if I had someone to always tell me. And look, some of you are like, is that because you only had one parent? Yabba, yabba. <laughs> yeah, but also even with two parents, do both your parents know everything? What do your parents got on Google? What the fuck do your parents got on Google? Anything you want, boom, got it. Question, video, pick. Let me just think of something I want to see. Uh, got it. Hey, I'd like to see uh, a tattoo of some boobs on a fat guy's back. Boom, got it. Hey, is there a recipe for uh, some sort of like spicy avocado dip? Whoa, there it is. Hey, uh, is there a video of Mark Summers pouring uh, water on uh, Burt Reynolds on The Tonight Show? Yeah. Remember that? Remember slip and slides? Oh, you mean that? Hey, remember that Doritos commercial during the Super Bowl? I love it. And that? Two girls, one cup? You're welcome. Nobody ever said that. But whatever you want, kids don't ever have to wonder or try to track down an answer. And there's something great about that. We'll be right back. We're going to keep it here. That just felt like a natural transition for a commercial. Fuck, it's a real bummer when you don't have an actual commercial to cut to, but we've got actually lots of ads. Lots of ads, we've got three. So maybe we will cut to one. <clears throat> um, I don't know if I'm coming down here permanently, but this is a place I'd like to be more often. I do enjoy the nature aspect. I do enjoy the, um, the talky Uber drivers. I don't think I said two words in my Uber last night from, uh, I did Kill Tony last night with Red Band and Jade and Kill Tony, Tony Hinchcliffe, the, the, the Tony Hinchcliffe uh, Kill Tony band. Great band, great show. 
Uh, that comes out, I believe, uh, probably today, actually. But because um, this will be out on a Monday. <laughs> Peeling the curtain back. Um, she was real chatty, and I didn't have a lot to add. I think she asked me one question right when she let me out, which was like a total power move just to talk the whole time. And then literally as the door, it was like an electric door and it opened and she goes, so where are you from? And I'm like stepping out and I go, Seattle. And she goes, hmm? and I go, bye. <laughs> that was, you know, I feel like either she didn't care and that was her way of like being, oh, I should ask fucking a question to him. Or if that truly is her way of just being like, you know, I do care. I just don't care enough to ask you while you're in the car. Whatever. It's tough to drive around all day with different people. And most of them don't even want to chum it up with you. I'll just sit back there quietly watching videos or fucking watching Ryan open toys. Yeah. The weather out here rules too. That's one thing that you just forget. You go, God damn, it's always nice and not too hot. Although summers will be what, two hundred degrees? Last year hit about uh about, about one oh five. Fuck that. Capital, fuck that. You stay inside. Yikes. Yeah, this heat stroke's a real thing. All these old people in Arizona and whatnot going outside and melting. Fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. Fuck that. Man, Kenny Rogers to my left. He's singing that right now. Is Kenny Rogers dead? I'll look it up for you. I think I, I want to say no. Boy, there are, are quite a few people like that that just aren't in the limelight much anymore. And you go, are they dead? I'm going to give you 10 people that I oh, think. Oh, he just died. He March just, 20th, a year ago. Wow, yeah. It felt, it felt recent. Bob Barker, still kicking. Um, Chuck Norris. Still kicking. We would have known. That's a big one. But, you know, people die, and then it's just like, fuck. He, he was, was 81. A, who was? Chuck Norris? Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers, yeah. Oh, Chuck Norris is still alive. <laughs> Chuck Norris is... That's, I feel like there's a Chuck Norris jo joke there where it's like, Chuck Norris is the only guy that can die and come back to life as somebody else and then die, and then people care less about that guy. Does that make sense? Chuck Norris is 81 years old. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. Chuck Norris... Oh, that's a guy we can't afford to to lose. You know, 2021 started off with a bang as far as, like, people. Uh, who have we lost so far in 2021? Can you type that in? People that have died? I feel like it's not a... It's a, It was... we. I feel like we got hit hard right away. I just remember people being like, 2021... That's right, Larry King, right out of the gate. Hank Aaron, Dustin Diamond, Tommy Lasorda. Fuck, man. Wow, Larry Flint, Hal Holbrook, yeah. Larry King was the big one, dude. And uh, Tommy Lasorda, Cloris Leachman, fuck. Rush Limbaugh, I mean, you know. Christopher Plummer, classic actor. Tanya Roberts, mm -hmm. Phil Spector, come on. Cic uh, Cicely Tyson, yeah. Jessica Walter, yeah. I mean, she's just a, a comedy legend. Man. Already in 2021, and we're only a couple months into it. Well, you know, this is fucking. When you died during the pandemic, I think you got that was the time to that was the time to to call it quits if you were uh, getting close because that's you know, 
everyone had more time to to give to that stuff because we were all just locked indoors on the phones or on the tube, right? I am uh, anxiously waiting Joe Exotic to get out of jail and uh, start running his tiger camp again. People that want to say they wouldn't go there, fucking, I don't believe you. This guy, you don't want to see Joe Exotic live. You were glued to your TV watching Tiger King. I mean, we know these people exist. We just don't, you know, swamp people. No, not swamp people. What's the fucking Duck Dynasty? You know, Duck Dynasty, Tiger. Oh, they're divorcing. Joe Exotic is divorcing husband Dylan Passage. That's if that's a porn star name, if I've ever heard one, Dylan Passage. Um, he's definitely into butt stuff, <laughs> right? I don't know. That's a dumb joke for sure. But um, yeah, I don't know. Something about Joe Exotic. It's interesting. It's not a guy I want to be friends with, but you don't want to watch. Like you were not in, in enthralled. Is that the word? Transfixed, glued to the tube. This guy, man, that music video, <laughs> fucking the way he talked, he just, I don't know. He they had like a weird food truck that they made turkey sandwiches from. His outfits, <laughs> how, how much he thought Carol Baskin, um, how much he hated her. He's a passionate guy. Again, I wouldn't be friends with him, but I'd watch a show. I'd watch... That's more interesting to me than the Kardashians. I'll say it. I don't want to see people with everything. You know? I want to see Joe Exotic with the bare men getting through life, putting one foot in front of the other and trying to figure it out without uh, uber blacks everywhere. You know? But also, you know, let's be honest. He's crazy. He fucking, he's, he tried to kill Carol Baskin. But did she deserve it? Hey. You know? I think she killed her husband for sure. It all adds up. Also, when you got a tiger farm and you and you you call people cats and kittens, you killed your husband. You call people cats and kittens. Hey, <laughs> look at that cat. Oh, that's a guy. Yeah, look at that kitten. That's a kid. The cats and kittens. Well, they're people. That's a human and a person. And you're a psycho and you killed your husband. Oh, <laughs> you didn't? Well, why do you just disappear all of a sudden out of nowhere? Oh, and then you got just tigers everywhere that don't eat people when you put them in there. Now, look, do I know how she put them in there? No. I need to rewatch the doc. I feel like they, they laid it out pretty swiftly. Also, when the shoe fits, Carol Baskin looks like, you know, I look like somebody that would buy an Affliction t-shirt, and I'm aware of that, and I own that. I haven't. But I get why someone would think that. Carol Baskin looks like a guy that would feed her husband to a tiger. And that's her cross to bear. <laughs> who, st who came up with that phrase? That's your cross to bear. Who's you bet your ass. I like that one too. You bet your ass. <laughs> you bet your ass, dude. Oh, we're fucking. Oh, we're oh, yeah. Are we coming to the party tonight? <laughs> you bet your ass, dude. You bet your ass I'm fucking. Now, who came up with that? Was there some high-stakes poker game? Some guy's like, all right, I am all in. What's it, what's it to you, Jake? He goes, I am also all in. And he's like, cool. 
I raise you 2,500 more. And he's like, I got nothing left. And he's like, what about your watch? He goes, you know, that's 500. Cool. What about your ring? That's 1,000. What about your anal virginity? And he goes, that's another 1,000. He's like, you bet your ass? And he goes, yeah. <laughs> hey guys, Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast. Hope you're enjoying this episode. Obviously, it's a very difficult time for everyone right now. We're all uh, challenged in finding a day-to-day routine that, uh, that makes our lives uh, consistent and awesome. And if there's something that's interfering with your happiness right now or preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. Uh, BetterHelp is a professional counseling service online, private, and it's so convenient. Um, I've used it for a little bit now. It's truly the only way uh, that I've found uh, to help get uh, my own issues dealt with on my own time uh, at my own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions plus chat and text with your licensed professional counselor right now. They're specialized in depression, anger, stress, anxiety, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief or relationships, uh, sleeping, which I have a lot of uh, trouble with, trauma, self-esteem. Anything that you share with them is confidential. And guess what? If you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, at any time, you can request a new one for no additional charge. There's 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states, available worldwide. And again, there's four ways to communicate with them. Text, chat, phone, and video. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's available on any desktop, mobile web, Android, and iOS apps. Schedule a video or phone session, generally weekly, unless your therapist schedules more, uh, unless you just are really not sleeping and need to get some uh, some some additional chats in. Uh, there's broad expertise in the network, which may not uh, which may not be locally available in many areas. Financial aid is available for those who qualify. It's secure. It's convenient. It's professional. And above all, it's affordable, all right? It's truly the most affordable option I've found. So right now, all ALN listeners are going to get 10% off your first month with a discount code about last night. So why not get started today and start making some changes for the better in your life? You deserve it. So go to betterhelp.com slash about last night. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor that you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash about last night. Betterhelp.com slash about last night and get 10% off your first month with promo code about last night. And now back to the episode. I looked it up, Adam. Uh, they didn't say who coined it, but it originated from riverboat gambling. No shit. So I, I think you're correct. It's someone probably uh, bets some ass. Riverboat gambling. Because like river is the same as jail, right? The riverboat gambler. Yeah. The riverboat gambler, by the way, is, I'm, well, riverboat gambling. I'm sorry. Um, I think of movies like Maverick. I think, I, by the way, I just think of, that's a blast. You're out on the water on a big boat. You're staying there. You're playing poker. You're eating chips and dip. You're, you know, everyone's just mixing it up. Raw dogging. <laughs> There's no condoms on a riverboat gambling boat. I'll tell you that much. There's just mistakes being made, friends being, you know, lost, and uh, and steaks being grilled. And not in that order. We'll be right back. You bet your ass. Jeez Louise, that's another good one. Jeez Louise. Jeez Louise. That's a mom thing for sure. That's 
basically a polite way of being like, holy fucking shit. Jeez Louise. Now, what did Louise do, you think? What did Louise do that somebody was like, yo, jeez. You know, and also, jeez, you're angry, but you found a way to suppress it. And Louise is, like, fragile. She was sensitive, for sure, to where you couldn't go full, full rage, you know? Louise probably did stuff consistently where people were like, fuck, Louise, Jesus, come on. What the fuck? You're supposed to pick me up at the airport at 5. It's 1130. What? Are you fucking there? But every time they did that, she was like, so I fucked up. So I fucked up. Sorry. Sorry. So they were like, Jesus Christ, he's fucking, don't. She's sensitive. Like, just. So let's say she drops a, a bucket, just a bucket of KFC gravy on a new porcelain Persian rug. Is that a thing? Whatever, something nice. She's gravy covered it. And, uh, and again, the reaction is warranted to be like, did you just fucking drop a bucket of gravy on the floor? You dumb fucking idiot. But again, they recognize Louise is one freak out away from jumping into traffic. So they go. So Louise comes in and goes, I brought gravy. She's one of those people that enters a room and goes, I made gravy when she bought it. I made peanut M&M's. So <laughs> she comes in, she trips, gravy everywhere. And again, the reaction should be fucking zero to 60. But instead it's, ah, jeez, Louise. <laughs> Just watch where you're going, okay? And that's where we got it. That's where we got Jeez Louise. Louise did stuff worthy of what the fuck, you fucking idiot. But she was sensitive and, and you know, that just speaks again to the PC culture. Everyone's trying to tone it down a notch and be respectful of, of the way it's, you're really just, we're all managers, like baseball managers, the way they manage all those personalities. Joe Torre had to manage A-Rod and Jeter. You got to manage, you know, your friend, uh, your friend Craig, and then your, you know, your stepdad, George. You know, you got to make sure everyone's feeling good. You can't talk the same way to everybody that you talk to everybody else. Does that make sense? <laughs> so Michael Strahan's filling the gap in his teeth. Opened the show with that, didn't get into it. You know, because again, it caught my eye, and then, bye-bye. Welcome back to Who Gives a Shit. But you know what? If that makes him feel good, good for you. Because that's what, that's what it's about at this point. Does that change or upgrade? Is that doing you... Is that doing you good? <laughs> the guy that doesn't know how to talk. Is that doing you good, man? What? But you know what I'm saying? If he feels better, more confident. But the gap was his thing. Now, does he lose the lisp? Does Michael Strahan lose the lisp? I always kind of wanted a lisp. I don't know what has to happen. I think I think I had that. Like Mike Tyson, I, as soon as I heard that, I was like, that's so, that's so cool. Maybe because he made it cool, right? The person makes the lisp cool, I think, for sure. Strahan also. Big dude, tough. But it is funny. It's like such an interesting dynamic. He's such a big, tough guy, and then he sounds like a, like a little kid. Because a lisp is a very childlike, behavioral speech thing. 
Yeah. I was like the kids on American Idol that would come in with lisps. God bless them. <laughs> God bless those kids with lisps. I'm talking about the old idol, the one that, that was exciting, you know. Now, it's too watered down, man. They're afraid of making fun. This country's great because, hey, man, if you, if you think you can do something, fucking go for it. If you got a dream, chase it. If you think you can achieve something, dream it, be it, live it, go for it, man. Double down. Just fucking pedal to the metal. And you can try. And, tr- and hey, man, this country's founded itself on trying, going for it. Nothing's in my way. Anything's possible. And then you get to a point, you go, all right, maybe not anything. We've all got limitations. So time to reassess, readjust. All good. Get back on that saddle, as they say, and fucking hia, and let's go down a different canyon, you know? But if you do go for it and you suck, we're going to make fun of you. And that's also why this country's great, you know? We let you know. Everybody needs, and I'm going to quote my boy DJ, Dwayne Johnson, who we've spoken about crowd work and dealing with people on stage, in the ring and in the comedy club. And DJ goes, what I like about what you do, Adam, which I love, which I appreciate it because I've been trying to really be cognizant of this type of interactions with people in the crowd. He goes, you hit them and then you hug them. You hit them and then you hug them. He goes, that's a fine line to ride. And it is. It's easy to just fucking slam someone and make them feel like shit for the laugh but to kind of find that balance i've always tried to do and i and i think i'm doing it okay right now of of making people you gotta fuck with people you gotta fuck with people it's you can't take yourself too seriously everyone's got to get fucked with everyone you know nobody should be above getting getting jabbed at but you know again do it with a little bit of love because it's the people that just do it just out of straight hate you know, no time for that. But, uh, but yeah, Idol was, was ruthless. Simon. Again, now, Katy Perry, they'll just cut to her. Somebody will walk in with a crazy outfit, like a big-ass hat, and she'll just go, no, okay, that is a big hat. <laughs> wow. Yikes. And then they'll cut their line on. He's like, that is a big hat. Yeah. I don't do voices, but. And then they'll cut to, uh, fuck, Luke Bryan. And he's like, and we got a big old hat down. We got hats like that in, in, in Kentucky or, or in Tennessee, right? And that's their commentary. That's their throwing shade at the uh, contestant. Back in the day, when Idol first got going, Boy, were these auditions good. Paula, Randy, Simon, assassins. All of them threw shade. Paula was f- fucking on fire most episodes. She was the sweet one, though, but she also had no problem being like, what the fuck was that? And Randy was just like, God damn, dog, like that. Man, that's like, that's bad. You're bad. <laughs> You're not good. And then Simon just, I mean, a sniper. He's like, this isn't even my fucking country, man. I, you know, I did the British version of this and it crushed and I'm over here just, you know, on a whim, like I'm punching in, I'm punching out and I'm punching 
And I'm fucking, I'm, I'm hitting you, dude. You come in here and you think you can sing? I don't give a fuck. And kids would come in. I'm singing the Star Spangled Banner. My name's Gary. And he's like, your name's Gary. And you're, f- how old are you? And he's like, 13. Right. You, you look like you, like you're always, you look like you smell like shit. And your haircut sucks. And your voice literally is the worst thing I've ever heard. I would rather listen to the sound of someone shaving a cat's taint. And then there's just like this pause. And then he just goes, oh, say, can you see? And you laugh. And they cut to Randy and he's laughing. And it's awesome. And that's what I miss. But, hey, everyone's got an opinion now. So let's, let's make sure that we don't get too... Mean to the kiddos. Fuck, dude. These kids don't even know. These kids don't even know, man. That's one thing, too, you miss out on not being at school. It's getting a little bit of a back and forth with uh, kids at school, whether it's jokes, fucking just chumming it up. You don't want kids to, to become antisocial, you know? They already are with, with their YouTubes and their Call of Duties and their TikToks and their Pornhubs. Too many things to keep you indoors. I remember when TV was the only thing to keep you indoors. Just that, just TV. Fuck, dude. What a time. <sighs> I did hear this girl yesterday. She goes, uh, um, wow. I just, I'm dealing with some bullshit. I want to talk about it, but I just, it's not worth it. Let's just say this, though. You go through your life. You develop friendships, <clears throat> some early, some late in life. Some people of your age, some people older. And you go, man, I'm gonna, I want to put this much into it. I really dig this person. I'm going to go for it emotionally. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be, be there. I'm going to go out of my way to, to do things. I'm going to say things. I'm going to, despite how this person might be perceived prior to my friendship. And it's not always reciprocated. There's people out there that just got their own shit, their own agendas, and, uh, and their own views on you, despite who you are. And that, that sucks. And you think, as I'm 38, that just those types of dealings with people, especially friends, you go, but people can still change. and People are still trying to figure it out. And not everybody's got like a support system that really gives them the check-ins that they need. I'll say that for sure. I'm grateful for that. Nobody in my family is a true yes man to me, which is nice. Every now and then, if I get my sister and brother-in-law, like, you know, we take trips that I throw or get them things or help pay for kitchen shit or whatever. Yeah, I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're a little nicer. Why wouldn't you be? But... Man, it's a weird thing to just be an adult and deal with people in certain ways that are shocking for to, to, as a person, right? You know, you think everyone's got it figured out, but nope. Everyone's just trying to figure it out day to day. Day to day. Gonna try to figure it out day to day. <laughs> 
I'm going to be an R&B singer so bad. When I saw Brian McKnight at the comedy store, I was tongue-tied. And I had to start over my question three different times to him. I saw him in the hallway, and I was like, holy shit. And he had seen me on stage, and he was like, funny stuff, man. I was like, appreciate it, man. Real quick, you just, uh, well, so when you're on stage, I just got to ask, when, like, you're, when, um, and I was a little high at the time, and I go, when you, when you started, um, have you ever, have, you know, dude, I'm going to start it back at one. And he went like this. And I go, fuck, that didn't hit like I wanted it to. But you got to go for it. You got to make those jokes. Nelly, Nelly was at the back of the comedy store one night. I sit down in the original room. I, somebody just fucking smacks me. Ow. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. You all right, buddy? Oh, yeah. Like hyperextended my whole fucking arm. <laughs> oh, man. That was crazy. Oh, fuck. Oh. Oh. Jesus Christ. Oh, talk about it being... Talk about getting old. I just, like, tried to bring my hand in and smack the inside of my shoulder, the inside of my shoulder, and fucking... Oh, weird, dude. It was like I... Sh like a tendon in my arm snapped or my wow dude this is you guys are watching a grown man fall apart on air i mean the right side of my leg is numb my fucking elbows popping out of place our pets heads are falling off <laughs> oh shit Hey guys, Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast. You know, who hasn't been standing in the wine aisle just staring at the shelves like a dum-dum? Do you want a California red or maybe uh, a, a white from Oregon? Something organic, something with flavor, or just a really nice label? It's intimidating, it's overwhelming, it's embarrassing. People are like, dude, does that guy even know how to pick out beverages? Thankfully, there's First Leaf, a better way to discover wine at a fraction of the price that you'll find in any store. First Leaf is a fully customizable wine club. That's pretty cool, being a part of a club that has to do with wine. I've never been in a wine club, but now I am because First Leaf sends curated boxes of wine that are perfect for you. And they have more award-winning wine than anyone else. With First Leaf, there's no guesswork, no misguided recommendations from an employee who doesn't know what you like or what they're even doing on earth. And there's no frustration on your part. Each wine shipment is entirely customized to your unique palate and preferences. Unlike big box wine memberships, First Leaf uses a one-of-a-kind algorithm and your feedback to curate future wine recommendations. The more wine you taste and review, the better the shipments get. First Leaf works directly with the world's best winemakers, not only to find the best wines available, but to pass the savings on to you, the consumer, saving you up to 60% off retail. The convenience of First Leaf is what got me hooked. Again, like, I tell them what I like. I like a little bit of a sweeter Chardonnay, a little bit of a more, uh, you know, just thicker-based um, Pinot, uh, a red that's got a little bit of a bite to it. They get all that going for you. So look, save time, money, and stress with First Leaf, the wine club designed with you in mind. And I meant that to rhyme. Join today and you'll get six bottles of wine. Holy shit, six bottles of wine for $29.95 and free shipping. All you got to do is go to tryfirstleaf.com slash ALN to get six bottles of wine for $29.95 and free shipping. That's six bottles of wine for $29.95 and free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com slash ALN. And now back to the episode. I watched the uh, McMillions documentary recently. 
about the McDonald's Monopoly game. And if you haven't seen that, tune in. It's good TV. Hey, it's good TV. <laughs> it is uh, It's fascinating to see people that, again, man, it's why the Joe Exotic show, more people can relate to people grinding and hustling and struggling and smuggling and juggling than they can to people that are just on top of the world on cloud nine fucking eating turkey paninis on yachts and and fucking tanning their butt cheeks in the you know in the hills of rancho cucamonga less people can deal with that <laughs> more people can deal with fuck dude i dropped my hot fudge sunday and i don't have enough money to get another one this week but um but yeah dude I would watch uh I would watch that. I would watch Tiger King. McMillions is um Tiger King the show on Joe Exotic now, like a documentary, more than the Kardashians. McMillions is about these people that play the McDonald's Monopoly game. Everybody did. And uh man, some guys were fixing the game and they hit up a couple local luckies couple local luckies all over the country to basically be in on rigging the game pieces and then they'd give them a million bucks and then the guy would take part of their money and people got suckered and fuckered and and it was eye-opening because you go what would I do what would I do if I was that person in that position you know what I'm saying easier said than done to be like I wouldn't take the money I wouldn't uh I wouldn't uh you know I'm fine. I'll make my own way. I don't need a million-dollar handout, and, I, and had, I'm not an actor. A lot of these people that took the checks and got on TV were not actors, and when they got busted, it was fucking awesome because they didn't know what to say, and these, they were just like, so where were you on the day you won? And they're having to make, they've never thought about a backstory, and now they're all of a sudden having to come up with one. They're like, oh, I was in my bathroom, and they're just taking a... Taking a pee in the house in the shower, in the shower to peeing, and, and is it hot in here? Yes. Anyway, take a drink, get some of that water. It's my house. Can you give me that water? But anyway, I was uh, just hanging out, taking a shower, my clothes on, and I got out of the shower and I heard a knock, 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 knock at the door, and it was McDonald's, and they gave me all this money. It was just so caught off guard, you know, but. That's what happens. That's what happens when you try to cheat the system, man. And by the way, if you're out there right now and you work at McDonald's, good on you. Because, man, I've seen some crazy fights online of people at, that work at McDonald's. Out of all the fast food places, out of all the YouTube rabbit holes of fast food fights, which, by the way, Chicken McNugget fast food dad fight, Google it. But uh, there's a lot of great fights. There's one I just saw actually on World Star where a guy, I think at a KFC, is throwing mashed potatoes and fries at a guy's head across the thing. It's awesome. Can you actually find that for me, George? It's a video uh, recently. I think it's on World Star. But just maybe type in French fry KFC potato mash. See, <laughs> the titles of some of these vids, maybe just KFC f uh, customer fight. Maybe that'll be it. That's got to be enough to pull the... Uh, Pull the old switcheroo. There we go.
Yeah, these are great YouTube rabbit holes, by the way. Oh, this looks like a prank. Yeah, let's see. Young teens fight over fries at McDonald's. Oh, that's 2012. We can click kick on that one anyway. I'll find the KFC one later, but just to get one. The second one? Oh, wait. Oh, oh there you go. February 26, 2021. Dude loses his job at KFC. Nice, dude. Oh, yeah, it's World Star. It's got to be good. Let's take a listen. You're on video. What's your name? I don't give a fuck about no video. This ain't the first time I've been on video. You just cussed at me and you're working. Why? Why? You fucking queer. Why? All right, fast. What the fuck? You fucking queer. Why? Oh, oh hell shit. no. Oh, hell no. Let's, uh-uh. Did you hell no. So you just called me a queer. You just called someone a queer. You're a fat ass, bitch. Okay. We're, yeah, we're, 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 we're really gay. That's girl. the thing, though. You can't do that. So I don't give you a fuck. You can't do that. I don't give a fuck. You can't do that. You can't do that. So you need to get the fuck out of here. Man, You're going to lose your job. I hope you know that. I don't give a fuck. I have this on video and corporate's going to see it. You just hate it. You're going to be your This is going all over your mama sucks dick see and this is uh man it, it people they'll never not be people that just think words you know sticks and stones can break my bones but words can never hurt me that's where my head goes you know call me whatever you want i don't give a shit and it is tough though it's like being quick in a verbal fight is a skill because you see how they were both taken aback when he said uh when he called him a queer that was crazy and they were just, they were like, holy shit, you can't say that. But they weren't going to fight. They knew they weren't going to get out of the car. And so then the guy was like, your mom sucks a dick. And he was like, and he was like, you fat ass. And that's what, that's what we do. We, we go to the, we, we, hey, this is what you are. You've, you're fat. Oh, yeah, well, you're gay. And that's like, like it's, it's just so stupid to even be offended by that stuff. Like, like, just don't give those people that call you dumb names like that even any validity oh shit can we oh man this this one looks crazy these are the fights when people get knocked the fuck out in a in a fucking burger king actually do you want to type in real quick for me um burger king fights because look burger king's the king baby there's got to be we've got to be living in a world where burger king's got Yeah, fight breaks. Here we go. The food took too long. This is what caused the fight. Calling the police at a Burger King. First of all, that's just a big fucking statement. Oh, the cut. Yeah, the manager seems like is getting real fired up. Like, the people complaining seem like they're being pretty calm. This guy's just still grubbing down on his fries while he's watching the fight. He's table with one hand, munching with the other. This guy rules. Is this something guy taking a nap in the foreground? Yes. Hey, man, those those booths are comfy. No, no, no shame on that game. Now, I'm waiting. What do we think is going to happen next? Somebody going to reach over the, c- the counter, or is it just screaming and yelling? I feel like the girl. It said fight breaks out, so I think something's about to happen, right? The, the title of the video was A Fight Breaks Out. 
because the food took too long. And it's three minutes. We're a minute 12 in. We got a 90 seconds to go. Something's going down. What do we think? Dude, I'm going five to one odds. Somebody's getting over that counter. There we go. Oh. Now, you got your food. Get out. Whoa. Now. <gasps> Move your ass. Move your ass. Oh, so now the guy's coming. He's like, what the fuck did you say to her? You're banned from BK. That just happened. Oh. And who's this guy? My man woke up. Oh, he's with him, yeah? <gasps> What's going to happen, dude? Is the dude just woke up? Is he going to hop over the counter and beat the shit out of him? The suspense is killing him. You need any sauce? Wait. Wait, he is giving him food. Is he going to throw the sauce at him? Wait. Fucking something crazy better happen, dude. We're almost done. I salute you. No way. No way. This is not the payoff we deserve. No. Come on. By the way, I love the soundtrack at Burger King these days. Right? Oh. Who sings that? I have no idea, but all we learned how to do was get free Burger King. Dude, fucking, how many views does that have? We gotta go out strong. We gotta go out on a high note. Almost fucking 1.3 million views. Give me, um, give me crazy McDonald's drive-through fight. I've seen some some drive-through fights that are bonkers, and those always never disappoint. Um, yeah, there we go. There we go. Woman attacks. Oh boy, here we go. Woman, McDonald's assault video. Angry woman attacks drive through employee. Raw footage. This has all the keywords you want. Holy shit! Let's just make a McNuggets in my hand. I don't want to hear it. It's 10 30 a.m. We don't serve chicken McNuggets at this time. Yeah. You do. Oh, God. Why not? Because oh, wait. Stop it right there for me, real quick. That's already great. <laughs> That's amazing. Already right. Is, by the way, when, when the video's up there, is it still on me? Okay, great. Here, start it over for me again, will you? <laughs> this, is, this is great. So wait, the title of the video, McDonald's assault video, angry woman attacks drive through employee, dash raw footage. All the words you want. It's, it's, it's spelling it out for you. McDonald's, where are we at? What happens? Assault. Is it audio? It's video. Who was it? An angry woman. What'd she do? Attacked. Who? The drive through employee. Can I see it? Here's the raw footage, baby. Hit play. Holy shit. Let's just make a McNuggets in my hand. I don't want to hear it. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows that. Yeah. All right, hit pause. She goes, yes, you do. So here's your first mistake. You're trying to tell McDonald's who McDonald's is. McDonald's has been serving billions for years. We know who the fuck we are. We know who the fuck we, what we do, and when we do it. <laughs> yeah, what, it <laughs> we don't have chicken McNuggets, lady. It's 1030 in the morning. She's like, fucking give me a double quarter pounder. He's like, it's 6 a.m. I don't even know how you fucking got in here. You're, first of all, lady, you got to, McDonald's doesn't do nuggets. That's a, that's a lunch, dinner item. 
and they don't do it at 1030 in the morning. Now, some do. I think now they do all day breakfast. So I don't know the exact parameters on when nuggets are getting served. But to tell McDonald's, yes, you do, when he says, no, we don't, and he's wearing the McDonald's hat, fucking, that's strike number one. Hit play. She hissed. Oh, getting out. Oh, yeah, close the window. Oh, she catches it. Wait, wait, hit pause. Don't make me assume my ultimate form. Holy shit. Isn't that what Hulk says? Oh, man. Don't make me assume. I'll get, I'll be fucking Donna drive through and I'll fucking hop out of this car, swing open. She caught that window, by the way. I, a little bit of pee came out of my butt when fucking, it was like Indiana Jones making it just out from under the boulder. Like this, the drive through window was just closing and she was like, I'm fucking, I'm going to push it back open with all my strength, with all my ultimate form. Psycho, table for one. All right, hit play. <laughs> oh, we got some hair. Do you know who I am? I'm the 1030 AM McNugget lady. I'm going to eat your fucking face. Hit pause. I'm going to eat your fucking face. Wow. All right, so... So far, we know that this girl's um, having a bad day. <laughs> we know that. We know she went to McDonald's trying to turn things around. And I don't, I don't hate on that because that's, that's you taking matters into your own hands. You're like, you know what? I just fucking, like, let's, let's try to figure this out. What happened? What preceded this drive through moment? She's at home. Kids are being shitheads. That happens. I know a lot of shithead kids. It's part of being a kid is being a shithead. So this day, they upped the ante, and they fucking screaming, yelling, spilling fucking gravy on the carpet, and, and eating your mom's last donut or something. Some, you know, sp fucking ran down the stairs and, and kicked the cat, and then, you know, fucking the cat got nervous and took a shit on your mom's briefcase. Everything's not going your way today. So you go, fuck it. You guys stay here with your dad. I'm going to McDonald's. I'm getting some fucking nuggets. And as she even leaves, the kid goes, it's 1030, they ain't even served nuggets. She goes, fuck you, Caleb. She gets in the car. They're fucking, not fucking, they better, they better fucking serve these nuggets. They better fucking serve these nuggets. He's not, he doesn't know. How, how would he know? He's, <sighs> and then she pulls up. I'm like some chicken McNuggets. Actually, she probably was just angry right out of the gate. I go, hello, welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order? She goes, yeah, fuck. Um, just give me some nuggets. Just hurry the fuck up. They go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Language lady. It's 1030 and we don't serve nuggets. What? And then she pulls around to the front window and they tell her to her face, we don't got the nuggets. It's the worst drug deal of all time. You want a little kick? You pull up to the window and your dealer's like, we all, we fresh out of nuggets, baby. Hit play for me. I'm going to eat your face, she just said. Let's recap. I want my fucking nuggets. Sorry, Adam. I believe you also missed she would then um, excrement it out into a gutter after she ate the face. Is that what she said? Yeah. I'll shit out your face into a gutter? Well, look. Already claiming you're going to eat someone's face. Again, bold statement. Hey, <laughs> but, but to give them the play-by-play -play of like, and I ain't even going to enjoy it. I'm going to shit it out into a gutter. 
<laughs> I mean, that's that adds insult to injury. If we're playing Mortal Kombat, that is a strong finishing move. Hit play. What the fuck is this bitch on? Great question. You want a piece oh, of me? Shit. Yeah, wow. Whoa. Oh, man. Unintelligible screaming. You don't say. Oh, she's still screaming? Is she going to... Uh, we need oh. to call the police. Yeah. This is out of control. Oh! Whoa! Holy shit! Yeah, that's... Yep. Peace out after that. Oh, man. And another car just pulls right up! Holy shit! Yeah, dude. Yes! Another car just pulls right up. Just like... Oh, man. That was awesome. That person watched that whole thing. Where's that video? Where's the raw footage of the guy just behind her? I mean, I would love to think if there's like a kid and it's his birthday. Can we go to McDonald's today to get a happy meal? Sure thing, Matthew. It's your day. <laughs> Can we go early in the morning? Of course. We'll even skip school. I'll take you. I'll take you right before the McDonald's rush. How about 10.30 a.m.? Perfect. There'll be no crazy women demanding nuggets and smashing in the drive-thru window because they didn't have nuggets. And even though that lady was crazy, she got out of the car anyway and claimed that she'd eat the people's faces, even though she knew she wouldn't be able to, but she said she would because she wanted her nuggets. She's a crazy bitch. Yeah, there won't be any of that. We'll get you some, we'll get you a happy meal. Smash, smash, scream. <laughs> Hilarious. I could watch these all day. Let's pull up one more before we wrap this sucker up. Let's go to, um, oh boy, this is, what, this is what YouTube rabbit holes are all about. You find one, and it's just like gambling. You get a little fix. Let's get a little bit more. Let's get, uh, here, let's, actually, here we go. Let's, uh, we did, another drive through fight would be good. Can you just go McDonald's, yeah, McDonald's drive, drive through fight. drive through. Uh, yeah. There's a compilation. That's going to be too much. Let's find. Let's scroll down. Let's find. Uh, there we go. Yeah, two minutes. 8.5. Mad crazy people. McDonald's fight drive through New Orleans. Whoa, does she have a hockey stick? <gasps> Looks like a monkey wrench. Oh, man. Oh, so these are people that are in line that are fighting with each other, not McDonald's. Wow. So something's got to happen. I guess the only way, unless you followed them to the drive-thru, did you just get too close? Because I've felt that before at drive throughs when people were like up on, they're riding my ass, and I'm like, yo, man, back up. There's like, you know, six feet is a healthy distance at a drive-thru. Like nobody wants to be that close. It's a very intimate thing to what you order, what they give you. Oh, shit, they're dancing. They're twerking. <laughs> I mean, hey. If you're twerking at a fight, how crazy can that fight be? Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh. oh, it's guy on girl fight right now, right? What is she getting? Oh, a purse? Some sort of whipping device. <laughs> These girls are angry. One of them was just twerking. Is she now in the ring? Cause that's gangster. If that's like her warm-up move, it's like, it's like if you see her starting to twerk, you know you got like you got two minutes left until she just goes berserk. It's the it's the twerk berserk. <laughs> oh, is that it? 
She done got some shit out the car. <laughs> Why isn't hip pause? Why isn't this video titled "She just She just got some shit out the car"? <laughs> That's incredible. She just got some shit out the car. Every drive-through fight needs a color commentary guy. And this kid was, hey, man, that's like calling game seven of the World Series when you just let the moment take over. Yep. She just got some shit out the car. Okay, hit play. We got 30 seconds left. What could possibly go down? Well, hey, real quick, pause it. What do you think? How do you think this ends? They just drive away or is there one more? I think they drive away. Okay. I think they forget her friend, though. What happened to the twerking girl? Great question. She's back in the car. You too. These hoes is wild and out <laughs> of control. <laughs> oh my god, it's fucking 3 a.m. and it's at the fucking McDonald's lawn. These hoes are wild and out of control. I mean, dude. <laughs> I mean, great lyric to a song. These hoes is wild and out of control in the McDonald's drive-thru line. That shit, oh shit, that shit. What did she say? That she just took. These, these hoes? No, what did he say the first thing? They just got out of the car with some purse. What did he say? Oh, she just got something out the trunk. She just got something out the trunk. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we got to finish strong. Let's go uh, video enters Wendy's right there. Three down. 13,000 views from seven months ago. Here we go. All right, no, no volume on this one. So they're at the Wendy's drive-thru. They don't look happy. Oh, boy, is he taking his shirt off? Not entirely. They drive away from the Wendy's. I believe he is taking off his chain. Okay. Wait, maybe not. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, definitely. Definitely putting his chain down. Oh. Oh. Suspect enters Wendy's drive through causing damage. What? Oh, shit. Whoa. <laughs> Well, this didn't really end like the way I wanted it to. Oh. Oh. Maybe it does. <laughs> oh, whoa. Straws, fryers, drinks. Oh, the cash register. Oh, oh. And then they come in. Oh, dang. Wow. And all his friends came to the rescue. Immaculate outfits, by the way. I mean, Wendy's has got it going on with the visors and the aprons. Oh, they're coming back. Oh. I think the drive-thru windows have got to be bullet and punch-proof at this point, right? Because, I mean, let's be Have honest. to be. The drive-thru is not, there will never not be, we'll never run out of people that are crazy enough to throw themselves or an item through the drive-thru. So you got to make it punch-proof because, as we've seen tonight, there's, uh, <laughs> hey, man, no one's safe behind that drive-thru window. And that's how we're going to end today's show. Keep it real, keep it safe, keep it 100, and um, be nice. If you go through the drive-thru and they don't have nuggets at 10.30 a.m., fucking get a chicken sandwich. Get out, everybody. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.